we're back. Hello and welcome to Christmas Movie Spotlight Episode 1. And I'm your host, Dawn Mack, here with my lovely friend and co-host, Pam. Hello, Pam. Hello, Dawn. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello and welcome back, folks. If you are a regular listener of ours from last year and you're returning and joining us tonight, thank you so much. We are glad to have you here. And if you're brand new to our show, boy, are you in for a treat this season. We have got so much exciting stuff lined up. It is crazy. Pam and I have been working very hard over the last couple of months to plan this season, and we hope we're excited about it. Uh, we hope it's going to be a great season and that you guys will enjoy it as much as we enjoy bringing it to you. Um, and Pam, I am just so glad to be back on air with you. It feels like it's been forever. Of course, it's an honor for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is an honor for me. <laughs> See, you always throw me a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for that, folks. That was totally out of left field and not in the script. No, jokingly, uh, if you're new to our show, I'm just going to go ahead and say this right out of the gate. This is Pam and I. This is what we do, and uh, we hope that it will make you laugh, um, chuckle, or whatever as it, throughout the season. Uh, we're always bantering back and forth, and honestly, just what you you just witnessed, um, this is um, this is Pam and I. Uh, she comes at me with things I don't know she's coming at me with, and uh <laughs> Yes, tons of fun. That makes it fun for me. That makes it fun sure for me. Does. So just imagine if if we're doing this on air, could you imagine what it's like for us off air? Oh my gosh, to be a fly on the wall sometimes in our conversations. But uh oh my gosh. Well it is it is an honor for me to be back on air with you and I'm thrilled <laughs> That we get to uh we get to embark on season two. Um so I am I'm just thrilled. I mean I'm so excited that it's finally here. It seems like uh months ago when we started talking about this season, it it felt like October was so far away and here we are. It's here already. Um so how have you been, Pam? Living, breathing, walking, talking. How about you? <laughs> about the same. <laughs> about the same. <laughs> Hey, there's and nothing get, wrong with that. That's a good thing. So <laughs> these are all really good things, and the fact that you're doing all of that is is perfect. So, um, well, we wanna we wanna kind of ease into this and let you know um, what our show is all about. We are, as I said, we're very excited to be here, and this is season two. And this show started kind of last year as a brainchild of Pam and I. We were just kind of batting around ideas and decided, hey, let's do a podcast and review all the new music and movies for the holiday season and so we did and it was fun and and we kind of you know it was kind of more of a hobby thing and then when we kind of thought started thinking about this year we thought you know maybe we need to really get a little bit more serious about this so we did and um, our show is a weekly show it will air each and every Sunday night at 7 p.m eastern 6 central and we will review all of the brand new movies and music um, that will be releasing, airing in the coming week ahead. So on Sunday nights, we're going to give you the scoop for the week ahead. Um, 
we won't bombard you, but it will be across all networks. So, um, and that's very, very exciting. And so we're we're looking forward to that. We, boy, Pam, oh my gosh, the word movies have just looking at our schedule for this year across all networks. There are tons and tons of new movies coming out of you. Have you actually grasped all of the movies that are going to be airing? I I seriously can't because if I do, I might just fall out of my chair from October to December and then I'll miss everything. Well, you know, I think at one point I read between all the networks, between Hallmark Channel, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, you know, Lifetime, Ion, Up, yada, yada, Netflix even, um, there's like 86 brand new original movies. Um so and and also the box office um releases as well that are coming over the holiday season. So and these are all Christmas themed movies folks. The just strictly Christmas themed movies. Um so probably it's a good idea if you want to try to take these in set your DVR because I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know that any one person can watch every single one. Um Pam and I, we have a strategy that we're going to try to embark on this season. But uh, we are human, though, so we will see what happens. <laughs> oh, it's going to be quite yeah. a feed. <laughs> I think we're going to be drinking. I think we're going to be drinking a lot of coffee instead of hot chocolate because we're going to need. Well, hot chocolate's got sugar in it, so I mean, we're going to need something. It's uh, like an IV full or something. Oh my gosh! Get the hot coffee. The DVRs and the coffee IVs need to be ready and on standby. Um, and you know, I've read a lot of things on Twitter and so forth where people were like, you know, they were just gonna, they're just gonna stay at home over the next couple of months, um, starting what October twenty sixth on to New Year's, to try to watch all these movies. So, um, I mean, even if you just took in all the Hallmark movies alone and Hallmark movies and mysteries with thirty seven of those. Um, You'd be watching a lot of television, <laughs> undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my gosh! So, uh, so coming up in our premiere episode for season two, we have got a great show lined up for you. And uh, of course, over the course of of the next week, there's only one movie, brand new movie premiering, and that's on the Hallmark Channel. It's Christmas at Pemberley Manor, and uh, so we'll be talking about that a little bit later in the show. Uh, We are also going to give you a rundown of all of the brand new Christmas music that has released and all the new releases that are coming out on October 26th. It seems like October 26th is just kind of like this magical day for Christmas to kind of evolve. <laughs> you know, you got Hallmark doing their thing. A lot of artists are dropping brand new Christmas music that day. So it's a big day. You know, it needs to be like a, a national pre-Christmas holiday. What do you think? I go. I would vote for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that way you could kind of get prepared. You could have your coffee IV ready, you you know, your DVR sitting there. You know, if you live tweet things, you got your computer. I mean, you know, it's just a holiday. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but uh, I mean, for sure. Um, also in our show, we have an amazing interview with Ruth Hill. And if you don't know who she is, many people do, many, many people do. She has legions of followers on social media, but she is um, a freelance writer, a blogger, and um, she does a blog called uh, My Devotional Thoughts. 
And uh, so we have an interview with her coming up a little bit later in our show. And we have some fun stuff. We're going to be doing some trivia. And we've got a segment called Trolling for Tweets. And you will just have to tune in to find out what that's all about. So if you're ready to stick around, grab your favorite beverage. We are going to launch into our show and have a big old time. And um, so, Pam, I have to ask you, you know, the Christmas season is about to be in full swing. Uh, <laughs> and I have to bring this up right out of the gate because people who listened last year, they got um, kind of a, the backstory on this. But for our new listeners, I think it it uh, bears repeating. <laughs> and I think you know oh, what I'm going boy. with this. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think I do. Well, folks, if you're new to our show, last year um, we – covered in depth about uh, Pam's I can't even say it by humbug um, dilemma Um, and uh, and she the amazing thing about our show last year that kind of made it the most fun was the fact that before we did this show Pam was always seriously by humbug Christmas I mean she wasn't a full-on Scrooge now but I would start talking about Christmas music or something in June, and she'd go, bah, humbug. And it kind of became a running joke between the two of us. So um, so to even envision getting her to do a Christmas show with me, who I am the Christmas crazy of the two, um, was a feat in itself. But I have to ask you, Pam, has your bah, humbug mood improved from last season? Well, let's see. Bah, uh, Ba ba black sheep, have you any wool? Ha! Ah, you thought I was going to say it, didn't you? Get it out for everyone. The Christmas movie I like, not nursery rhymes with Sam. So. <laughs> about the brand new mo- movies and music and um and so that's enough to kind of get you over the bah humbug anyway if you watch christmas movies they put you in a great mood they're happy they're joyful i mean you can't help but feel a little bit happy and light after you watch them right this is true i can't argue about that i definitely look forward to all the christmas movies and the Christmas music, believe it or not. Even though I'm a bah humbug person, I look forward to it all. <laughs> I think I'm rubbing off But on only you. at a certain time of year, so okay? <laughs> Don't push it. <laughs> in, in all fairness, there are tons of people out there who, um, you know, you've got a lot of Christmas crazies like me who love Christmas and could celebrate it year-round. And then there's lots of people who are just very staunch and they're like, Halloween has not even arrived yet. What do you mean <laughs> playing Christmas music? The horror. I mean, really, that's literally the horror for those things. So, um, <laughs> but, I mean, really, it's their own nightmare. But, you know, and, and, and it doesn't help when you see the stores are kind of doing the Christmas creep and uh, and all those things are happening. But after a while, you know, it kind of rubs off. You just, when you think about Hallmark in particular, uh, and all the great movies that they put out, and all the hype that they they give and to build, you know, the excitement of the countdown to Christmas season, 
you you know you automatically just feel a little bit lighter knowing oh my gosh there's going to be some great movies to watch um so i am very very proud of you that you seem to have phased out of the lowest of the low bah humbugs stage <laughs> and you've kind of worked up a little bit and you know that's a, that's very good i'm very proud of you <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> Well, you know, um, as last year, I, I think we talked about what we wanted for Christmas. I know for you it's kind of hard to wrap your head around what you want for Christmas in October, but have you given any thought to what you would like to have for Christmas? Oh, gosh. I mean, gifts, physical gifts, I really don't need anything. Um, what I would like is the... I guess emotional and the heart of Christmas feelings where you're with your family, you have a good time, you see the kids opening the gifts and that gives you as much happiness that you need. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um there's something about uh the family all coming back home for Christmas because, you know, throughout the year everybody works and they've got their own schedules and it's, you know, it seems few and far between sometimes, even if you all live in the same city. But to have everybody together um, to enjoy that meal, open the gifts and, and just see the grandchildren really taking it all in, that is, to me, that is more of a Christmas gift than anything material that I could I could ever receive. Um, it's It's always fun to have everybody home for Christmas. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if you have your family and you have your friends, what more do you need? Mm-hmm. That is exactly true. Um, well, we're going to get ready to uh, move into our next segment, and uh, we will be right back. Hi, this is Ruth Hill, and you're listening to Pam and Dawn. Well, Pam... Uh, I have got a little bit of trivia for you. Um, do you know the story behind Jingle Bells? Uh, Jingle Bells, what, a Christmas song, you mean? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I guess I could clarify the song, Jingle Bells. I didn't exactly say, did I? Um, that could have meant any number of things. <laughs> um, but, uh, but the song, Jingle Bells, um, is actually a Thanksgiving song. Um, it was written by James Lord Pierpont, an organist at a Unitarian church, and performed during a Thanksgiving concert at the church, which I did not know. I always associated it with Christmas and winter, too. Mm -hmm. um, it was originally titled The One Horse Open Sleigh. Who knew? But republished later with the title We All Know Today. And did you know, I didn't know this, Jingle Bells is also the first song that was broadcast from space. How interesting. Wow. That's yeah. Of, quite a bit of uh, information there that I had no clue about, and I, I would assume that there's a lot others out there. <laughs> well, you know, um, I mean, when you think about all the songs that they could have broadcast from space, Jingle Bells, um, so it makes me, I didn't research this further, but it makes me wonder, well, um, when when did we go up into space? And I'm kind of feeling stupid. <laughs> I yeah. didn't research that. But, you know, it, it, what is, was it the time of year, or was it just a jovial song, or was it just, a, I mean, they voted. I mean, who knows? Uh, but anyway, that was really interesting. So um, so anyway, uh, well, if you think that's unique and interesting, uh, 
let me tell you, I was kind of surfing the web this week, and I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, I came across some what I call wacky Christmas news. Um, did you know that, uh, I mean, I know you love to shop Amazon, right? Right. <laughs> well, and I think if you're out there listening, you probably love to shop Amazon. I love to shop Amazon. I mean, it's, you can't beat those deals and having stuff delivered to your door. Well, did you know that you can have a real Christmas tree delivered to your doorstep, courtesy of Amazon? No, but it really doesn't surprise me too much because, I mean, Amazon sells practically everything but real Christmas trees at this point. So um, I think that's a, a pretty cool idea, although if I was going to pick out a real Christmas tree, I think that I would like to go to a lot to do that because, you know, you have your own preference to what kind mm-hmm. of tree you'd like. And to look at it online, it might be, and when you get it, it might not be what you expected. Oh, absolutely. Well, um, it does seem that the retail giant Amazon is now getting in on the Christmas tree market. Um, According to USA Today, Amazon plans fresh, full-sized Christmas trees this year. And they said the trees will be sent within 10 days of being cut down. So they're going to be fresh cut, more or less. And they should survive the shipping just fine, uh, which it makes me wonder, have they tested this already? <laughs> um, but Amazon said the trees, wreaths, and garlands, so they're also going to s- sell wreaths and garlands too, which I didn't know that, um, will go on sale in November. Uh, some will call, qualify for prime free shipping. How nice would that be? Could you imagine the shipping on a tree? <laughs> and, oh, my um, gosh, yeah. Uh, and Amazon will offer pre-orders so shoppers can choose a delivery date. Um, so if you didn't already own a tree, would you consider going this route? Mm, I don't know. I'd have to really, I'd have to take a look at and see what the trees look like. Like I said, I just could not imagine buying a real Christmas tree online. I think, I don't know. That's a hard one. What would you do? <laughs> well, it's hard to say. I'm kind of like you. I would want to, if I was going to have a live tree, and, and granted, I'll just put it out there as a disclaimer, I've not owned a live tree in probably over a decade or more. Um, but if I was going to do that, I would want to the whole experience of the live tree. I think when people get a live tree, it's not just for the sole purpose of having a live tree and having that smell in your home for Christmas. It's going to the tree mm-hmm. lot or it's going to the mountains and cutting a tree down there and bringing it home. And dec- I mean, it's the whole full-on effect. So for me, if I was going to go get a live tree or if I was going to have a live tree, I would have to go to the lot or go to the mountains and just – because it would defeat the purpose otherwise. Now, if you're in a pinch and, you know, your artificial tree, you know, that's pre-lit and it dies on Christmas, you know, on December 22nd and you need something, call Amazon. <laughs> They'll have it at your door the next day. Right. <laughs> the tree lights are going to be sold out at that I think that would be okay. But I would be, I'm like you, I would still want to see it. I you know, when you go to a tree lot, the experience is you, you're looking for the perfect tree, you know, and you look at all of them and then you go, oh, that's it. And you can't really know if the tree from Amazon is going to be that's it until, um, you know, 
until it arrives on your doorstep, you unpackage it, and then you decide whether you like it or not kind of thing. So these better right. be some really good trees. Like, they're all really super-duper because, you know, so that no one's disappointed when they receive them kind of thing. Yeah, but you know what? I have to say one thing about Amazon mm-hmm. is that they pretty much they stand behind their products. Yeah, I have not received anything that I did not like, and there was only, and I'm talking over the years, there's only a couple things I had to return, and that's because it didn't fit whatever I had purchased it for. And they take, you know, your um, your items back with no problem, no issue whatsoever. And there was one time that I ordered something and it said it was delivered. I never received it. And I called them up and I told them and they credited me the money and sent me the product out. So, you know, I trust Amazon. Yeah, and you know what? I have to agree. I've never had a bad experience ever with Amazon. Um, So I'm, you know... (laughs) I've been, I don't know if I'm, we're one of, two of the lucky people in the world. I've heard of, you know, other people with their horror stories about Amazon, but I tell you, for the ease and convenience of shopping, they are one-stop shopping. Mm-hmm. Christmas time, especially if you want to go shopping, go to Amazon. And um, you can find everything, and including Christmas trees. And before you know it, they'll have the kitchen sink for sale, too. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think other, they already do, but <laughs> I, 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 I haven't checked on that. But you're probably right. So, um, in other wacky news, I came across this other wacky story this week, and it is about ugly Christmas sweaters making a comeback. Everybody needs a Christmas sweater, and ugly Christmas sweaters are the best. They're festive and they're neat, and no outfit is complete. Without the Merry Christmas on your chest Of all the many holiday traditions There is one that's a gift that keeps on giving A conversation starter that will never have a clone And it doesn't have to match a thing you own <laughs> Well, um, I'll tell you, for sure, ugly Christmas sweaters for sure. I don't know about the gift that keeps on giving, though. <laughs> it's in that clip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But honestly, Pam, did you know that ugly Christmas sweaters are making a comeback this holiday season? No, I did not. But then again, are you surprised? No, because, you know, what's that saying about um, clothing? Every 20 years, things kind of circle back around and they become popular again. Um yeah, I didn't know that either, um, but according to MarketWatch.com, ugly sweaters are expected to be all the rage this holiday season. It kind of makes me chuckle thinking about it. Um, yeah. This is due to, I mean, you know, really, you're going to, I'm just thinking we're going to go to the mall and, like, everybody's going to have them on now. Um this is due to the strong economy. It has consumers feeling very confident, and they're saying that, um about 59% of respondents are saying that their personal finances are in better shape compared with this time last year. And more than half say they feel good or very good about the extra expense of the holidays. Uh, and that 
over half will spend more than they did last year. And so I guess that means they're going to be buying lots of ugly Christmas sweaters. Um, so this begs the question, did you ever own an ugly Christmas sweater? Well, you know, <laughs> if you would have asked me that years ago, I probably would have said no. Uh-huh. Um because at that time, when I made the purchase or my mom made the purchase or whomever gave it to me, um, I, you know, loved it. But mm-hmm. thinking back to some of the things that I wore in years past, <laughs> I would say I had a few. <laughs> uh, well, admittedly, I had more than my fair share of them as well. Only back then they weren't known as ugly Christmas sweaters. They were, they were just known as Christmas sweaters. And I had this. Right. I, I probably had a whole closet full, and I warmed her in the high, and I warmed proudly because I thought it's so festive, you know. I mean, but I, I don't know if I'd have done that if I didn't know they were referred to as ugly Christmas sweaters. Um, and it was years later, like after that fad and trend kind of died out. That, you know, then it kind of became a thing to have an ugly Christmas sweater party, you know, annually to kind of poke fun at the whole Christmas sweater thing. And um, and I didn't know this, but did you know that there is a National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day? Well, guess what? I'm going to say no again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are just kind of things we don't keep up on, right? But it occurs... For anyone who is into the ugly Christmas sweater thing, um, it occurs on the third Friday of December. So, uh, Pam, it's time to break them out, the old ugly Christmas sweaters, um, <laughs> or go buy some, either way. <laughs> well, how about I tell our listeners about the new Christmas music releases instead? I'll leave the ugly I sweaters think... up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is an excellent idea. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so here we go. Um, October 12th, we have some releases. We have Engelbert Humperdinck, and his album is called Warmest Christmas Wishes. Eric Clapton, Happy Christmas. Leanne Rimes, It's Christmas Eve, which here's a little bit of trivia for you. It's an original motion picture soundtrack from the Hallmark Channel movie of the same name, which premieres on Saturday, November 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. So you can either play Leanne Rimes' CD or album, whatever you call it these days, before the movie or after the movie, and then play it for the rest of the holiday season. How's that one? Mm, Very good. Then we have Michael McDonald, Season of Peace, The Monkees, Christmas Party, William Shatner, Shatner Claus, The Christmas Album, David Phelps, It Must Be Christmas, Now That's What I Call a Merry Christmas 2018, Lindsay Sterling, Warmer in the Winter Deluxe Edition. And then we move on to October 19th. Martina McBride, It's the Holiday Season, Hannah Kerr, Christmas Eve in Bethlehem, Cece Winans, Something's Happening, a Christmas Album, Various Artists, A Motown Gospel Christmas, Johnny Mathis, Merry Christmas, and there's a Blue Vinyl Limited Anniversary Edition. 
I want them all, Dawn. I've changed my mind now. <laughs> That's it. Now I know what I want for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. Um and uh well you know and that's just what's come out since um through october 19th i mean that's a whole slew um and honestly mm-hmm. from what i've seen so far um i think this has last year beat with all the new releases last year just up through the 19th but um october 26th you know i, I mentioned earlier that that's kind of like the magic day for the kickoff to Christmas and everything. And there's a slew of artists that are releasing new Christmas albums that day as well. John Legend, he is releasing a legendary Christmas, and that has been long awaited. Fans have been screaming for him to do a Christmas project for a while. Um, and Pentatonix is back again this year. I think this will be their fourth Christmas project. It's called Christmas is Here. Gwen Stefani is re-releasing her Christmas album from last year. Uh, it's called you make it feel like Christmas, but this will be a deluxe edition, and it will have five brand new songs on it that were not on last year's um, edition. Um, Brett Eldridge is releasing his project, which came out in uh, 2016 called Glow. This year, he's releasing deluxe edition of that. It'll have brand new music added to his previous songs. Ingrid Michelson, Songs for the Season. It will be out. Um, And then the Nutcracker and the Four Realms original motion picture soundtrack will be out as well. Jessie J, Big Pop Queen, this Christmas Day. Uh, Mike Love of the Beach Boys is releasing Reason for the Season. It's a solo project. And Diana Ross will have Wonderful Christmas Time released. Now, this is a re-release of her album that was originally released in 1994, and it's being re-released in a new configuration by Motown Records. So that, that is just a, blows a, me away. <laughs> I mean, that's October 26th, and, and from what I've seen, there's more music to come. So, uh, so yeah, lots more to go. And speaking of music, um, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra is going out on tour again this holiday season. Millions of fans have made this show their rock holiday tradition. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live and concert, the best of TSO and more, presented by Hallmark Channel. Coming to a city near you. A dazzling multimedia production that has inspired a generation. Trans-Siberian Orchestra performs their greatest hits live. Coming to a city near you. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Ah, I'm looking forward to that. I've never been, but I think this year might be the year. Um, Well, we are excited now to bring you a wonderful interview with Ruth Hill. And uh, Ruth, as we mentioned at the top of the show, she is a freelance writer and a blogger. And she is a blog owner, founder of My Devotional Thoughts. And uh, so we have an exciting interview to bring you now, and uh, we will be back shortly. 
Well, first of all, we want to thank you, Ruth, for being our special guest and taking the time out of your busy schedule to be a part of our show and uh, chat with us this evening. Um, it's quite an honor to speak with you. Well, thank you for having me. It is an honor to be here. Thank you. Well, you have built up quite a following with your successful My Devotional Thoughts blog. And um, what inspired you to start this blog, and when did it begin? Well, this blog, um, the version you see now is not what it was many years ago. Uh, Probably about, I'm going to say about eight years ago or so, um, I started really on a whim a mommy blog. That was the whole purpose. I, I saw a lot of my friends that were starting these review blogs, and I thought that sounded fun, and and so I just went ahead and jumped in and did that. I found that I was starting to get a little bit burned out with that. It just didn't seem to be going anywhere. And so about four or so years ago, um, I happened to watch Sign Seal Delivered on Hallmark. Um, that was a that show, I, I watched that from the very beginning. I loved the show. I started interacting with a lot of the cast. And as, then from there, I started jumping into, uh, like, when Cedar Cove came back on. Um, it was in season two by that time, and I'd watched season one. But I really started interacting with the cast. And I started realizing, hey, I, I've got this blog. I can use it to do reviews of Hallmark shows and movies. And so that's how I got started. I just used that existing blog, and and I loved getting to get in and review all these different Hallmark shows and movies. And then about three years ago, it just so happened that this opportunity came up. Actually, there was an online magazine that was looking for people to do interviews. And so I worked with them for a few months, kind of jumped into it, and... I had a different way of doing it that didn't always work with what they wanted. Their their focus was keeping things very cut and dried, and I just I couldn't do it. I kept trying, and then I just thought, well, we'll leave amicably. I talked with them, and they understood my perspective, and and so then I decided I'll bring back my bring back my interviews to this blog. It's still sitting here, and I still have it, and so that has then from there. Um, it's just been building up uh, all these interviews. Is that that's actually my focus on on the blog now? Well, I tell you, it's been very successful. Um, I have you know gone and read it many times, and I really enjoy your style of writing. Um, it's it's very you know. You know, it's just so friendly. It's adaptable. I think um, the people you interview are very, it's very engaging for them, and uh, it's very conversational. Which I, when I'm reading it, I feel like I can almost envision you and that person sitting in a room together, and you're just having a conversation, which is really cool. Right. Well. Well. Thanks. That's that's something that that I really worked on because I, I read a lot of interviews, and it's nothing against other interviewers. I mean, I think that. There is room for all sorts of different styles. But I I guess when I would read a lot of interviews that other interviewers had done, even some of the really great interviewers, um, I just found myself reading the interview and not feeling like I got a sense of who the person was. Yes, mm-hmm. I found out all of their great works. I found out some about their background. But I could not get a sense of who they were. And so for me, when I started doing these interviews, that was my purpose, is I wanted to show these people that they are real people, they have regular lives, but they just happen to be actors or writers or directors or whatever it is that they do. 
they have that opportunity. That's what they do for a living. And but they have a life outside that. And so for me, I I like to have that personal connection, and I like to be able to to feature them in a very positive light because there's a, there's enough negativity out there in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like being able to add positivity into it. Yeah, definitely, and you do such a great job with that, too. Um, well, you've interviewed quite a plethora of, of actors, actresses, producers, et cetera, you name it. And um, how do you go about deciding who you would like to interview, and is there a certain criteria that you follow? That is a really good question. Um, lots of times I am looking at what Hallmark movies or Hallmark shows are coming up. I do try to watch that, and I'll and since I follow so many Hallmark um, act, movie actors, whether they're, and of course they do step outside of Hallmark too, most of them do, but I try to follow what they're doing, what's coming up on Hallmark, and is there going to be a Hallmark connection? That's usually the first thing I think of. Do they have some kind of Hallmark connection? Maybe they only did one movie for Hallmark, but if, there's a, if, if I can at least find that connection, then I know that they're a good fit for my blog. And also I try to find people that not everybody knows about. Um, you know, they've been maybe they've been in ten Hallmark movies, but you don't know them by name. You might just recognize mm-hmm. their face and think, okay, why do I know that person? Oh, mm-hmm. well, they've been in this movie and this movie and this movie, and they often get overlooked. I mean, not mm. and not just just because we're we get very caught up as viewers. Who are the leads? I mean, that becomes our focus. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love the leads. Don't get me wrong, when I have the opportunity to interview the leads, that is a great thing. But I think part of it comes from when I was growing up, um, I was very involved in in music, and I was always the one that was overlooked. And I would be the one that would be in the background. You know, I'd try out for the solo when I didn't get it. And And so it was just kind of the story of my life. There was always somebody else because I didn't have the right personality or whatever it was they were looking for. And so then then I was a music teacher for a while, and I found that what I was automatically doing was looking for those kids that were often overlooked. And I would feature them. I'd go out of my way to try to feature them in some production that we were doing. So I find that that's carried over then with uh, interviewing, is I am looking for those actors and then some of the people in the crew that get overlooked, they're vital to the success of the production, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they just they often get overlooked. Nobody asks them for an interview. Nobody asks this this supporting character for an interview, or, or people forget about the, the costume designer or the writer, and so it's great for me to then get to feature them, and they are just so totally excited about it yeah. because nobody asked them. Yeah, and and that is one thing I was going to say is that I've noticed, you know, like when I'm seeing you tweeting out about your interviews on Twitter, yeah. and, and I'll go read them, and I'm like, you know, sometimes I don't always recognize the name, but then right. I'll go read your blog, and I'm like, oh, my yeah. gosh, yes. Yeah. And yeah. and you are doing such a great service because it's given those people credence and credit yes. for what they're doing yeah. and their contribution because, you know, without them um, – Hallmark movies wouldn't be the same. Um, okay. They're an integral part, and mm-hmm. uh, and you're bringing attention and the limelight to them that they may yeah. not be getting elsewhere. Um, right, and that's right. that's a really cool thing, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I love. Yeah, I love and I mean, how, how much Sorry? fun would it be just to watch 
you know, two lead actors do a movie yeah. and nobody to support them. I mean, right. they yeah. really wouldn't make a movie. You know? Right, right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and then also I think what's fun is I think the te- kind of the teacher side comes out of me as well. I still have that. Still, still I'm a teacher at heart, um, and it's so exciting to see some of these people that I've been watching their career. You know, I've been supporting them almost from the beginning, and then when they get – when they book a role, when they book their first lead – I mean, I'm there. I'm this cheerleader. I feel like, oh yeah, you know, and I'm so excited for them. And it's been so exciting to see. Oh, I remember you when you had your first Hallmark movie, and we had our first interview. And yeah. <laughs> and so there's kind of that part of like, I, I, in a way, it's still that kind of almost being a teacher or you know a mentor, or parent, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's you know all those things kind of figure into it because. A lot of these people are, that I'm interviewing are younger than me, anyway. Because <laughs> so it's always <laughs> so. So I think there is there is that, and and I love I love getting to be a part of their journey, uh, and and they love it too. They love the fact that I've been following them all that time, and they keep seeing my name, and they're and they know that I'm that I'm there, and I'm still supporting them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, and you know, that can work in the reverse. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that can work in the reverse because mm-hmm. they'll remember you as one of the people that recognized them from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah so it's neat. It's 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 a neat thing. I it's it's something that I enjoy being able to have that personal connection and and they know they can reach out to me if if they're going to be in something and they need some extra press. Sometimes they'll reach out to me and that's always a great thing. Or I see their that something's sometimes I'll I'll tell there have been times where I'll reach out to them and I'll say you know this movie's getting ready to be on Hallmark and they said no I didn't know it was you know there are those times oh, that <laughs> because sometimes those movies um, they don't know if it's what network it's going to go to you know they make the movie and then they find out later oh it's going to Hallmark or it's going to Lifetime or Up or whatever the case is and and they don't know and so I've had that happen too where they where I'm the one who tells them, well, yeah, it's coming to Hallmark. <laughs> oh, well, then let's do an interview. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I also read on your, your website that you do book reviews, and mm-hmm. I seriously don't know how you have the time to do all this stuff. You're so extremely busy, but you you get it done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, what has been what has been your favorite book to read and review? Oh, goodness. Favorite book? Well, uh, honestly, I will say that, I mean, I, I, I don't mean to keep bringing up Hallmark, but mm-hmm. their books, they, they've they've been publishing books now for a little over a year, and the books that they are starting to come out with first, when they first started out, because I've, I've been, they know I've been with them from the beginning, too, because I, uh, I was reaching out to them from the beginning and, and trying to promote their books and interview the authors and review their books. And at first, they were doing novelizations of some of their more popular movies. But they just have started, within the past couple months, um, publishing books that are original stories. And I have read two of them at this point, um, the first two that were published, and they are fantastic. Um, the one I just finished, and it will be actually out. I think it. I think it. I think it is out this week, if I remember right. I, I don't remember the exact date that it is out, um, but um, the Christmas Company. 
is um, a book that is um, that is just re- will be their newest release, and so I got to read that book early and got to review that, and it was such a fun, different story. It still it still is within the Hallmark framework, but. Um, it it has a few little twists and turns that you don't see along the way and and so so I, I think that although there have been lots of I mean, I like to read mysteries and and romances, historical romances. I mean all I've I kind of have done a little bit reading of probably just about every genre. But I really like what Hallmark's doing. I think that um they're they're publishing some some really fun books that if you like their movies, you're going to love their books. Yeah, and I'm a big reader. I haven't done it in a while, but mm-hmm. um, I grew up with my father always in my ear, read a book, read a book, yeah. read a book, yeah. you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And when right. you're growing up, you're just like, you know, I'm not going to waste my time reading a book. I do enough of that at school, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. one day in high school, a friend of mine gave me, gave me a book, and I read it, and I was addicted mm-hmm. from that point forward. Um, so these Hallmark books sound like there's mm-hmm. something I would definitely love to read. Oh. Oh, um, yeah. It's it's always am, uh, amazing and interesting to read a book and then watch the movie to see mm-hmm. how closely it follows or doesn't right. follow because you get that a lot of times. Right. So, right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I would highly, I would, yeah, I would highly recommend them. I mean, even their novelizations. It's interesting if you go back and look at some of the their novelizations. Uh, um, like they have some of the Christmas ones, like uh, Love You Like Christmas was one. Uh, Journey Back to Christmas. Um, there are several Christmas ones they have, and then um, like uh, they they have. Uh, Love Locks, Dater's Handbook, some of these, some of, some that have been some of the Hallmark Hall of Fame movies that they've even uh, then done novelizations. And what's interesting is the books, mm-hmm. the books are, although the movie came first, the books are still better because they're able to fill in a lot of those details. Sometimes I'll be, uh, so there have been a few of those books I'll pick up and I'll think, okay, the movie was just <laughs> average or maybe slightly above average. And after I read the novelization, it's like, oh, now I just lo- am in love with this story even more because mm-hmm. the author was able to provide a lot more details that the movie couldn't quite do. And so, right. so, so yeah, I, I think that Hallmark has got um, – I think that their, their, their book publishing, I think, is going to really start taking off even more as people begin to discover their books. Um, mm-hmm. They are – they're really writing – Things that are really easy. What's nice is you can sit down in one evening and read them. Uh, you don't, you know, they're not they're not hard reading. It's not it's not like you have to um, have a dictionary and look up all the words because because it's like written at some <laughs> level that you can't you can it's hard to understand. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm, these are mm-hmm. just those nice just what you get in the movies. It's you get you get that same warm fuzzy feeling and you know nice romance and and. Um, the nice, strong female lead characters, and the you know the handsome male characters, you know all that. But you, and you're able to just sit down and enjoy it, and 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 I'm hoping that some of these original books that they are starting to come out with, because they've got more scheduled to come out um, before the end of the year, I'm hoping that some of those are going to be made into movies. 
I'm mm-hmm. hoping, you know, they, they're they're not guaranteeing that, but I'm hoping that somebody realizes that these are some 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 very well written books, and they are just they would be perfect to be transformed into Hallmark movies. Oh yeah, and, well, and they've already just, got the framework. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah. And let's just say, Hallmark, if you're listening by chance to this interview, um, take her up on that, please. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, with all the writing that you do for interviews and reviewing books and such, have you ever written a book or thought of writing a book yourself? When I was a teenager, I actually did write a book. It's 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 still in the unpublished ver- form, and it probably won't ever get published. But it was, it was kind of, um, I'd say, probably a historical romance, kind of almost a takeoff. I, w- I was a huge fan of Anne of Green Gables, and so I took and wrote a similar kind of story. It kind of went different directions, but um, but that. Probably the next thing I'm actually going to be looking at doing um, is actually I want to try my hand at some screenwriting is actually what I want to do next. Mm. Um, I have I have some ideas for screenwriting. Um, started thinking about it actually last year. Um, it's been almost a year since I really started thinking about it. And I have several ideas that are in mind and um, – kind of have outlined some of the ideas and and that's probably going to be where I turn next not saying I won't ever go back to writing books but I think I really would like to um, I, I used to write little plays when I was uh, much younger back in elementary and middle school I did a lot of just writing plays for fun and then I guess also I did some I wrote some program as a music teacher um, I often would write my own programs because I could never find anything that would show that I'd have this group of kids and I wanted to make sure that everybody got the parts that I wanted them to have. So I would go ahead and just write the programs is what I started doing. And so I think that that's probably going to be more my focus than writing a book, but maybe you know, maybe at some point I'll come back to writing a book. We'll see. Well, we hope that you do, and um, because I'm thinking it would be so cool if you wrote a screenplay and it became yeah. a Hallmark movie. Oh yeah, oh that would be the ideal. Yeah, I've I've, yeah. I've talked I've, I've talked with a few of my um, actor friends. I told them kind of told them my ideas, and 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 some of them are uh, I I think uh, some of them are already to star in it. They're they're like they like the idea, and they're like, "Yep, you write it, I'll star in it." And it's like, okay. <laughs> So, well, well, I do have to ask you, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but let's say you do write a screenplay, mm-hmm. and you were able to cast who you wanted to be in it. Who would you pick? Um, well, um, that, is, that 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 is a really hard one, I think. Yeah, I guess it would depend oh, on the screenplay. Right. Um, I will say, well... And probably I would be looking at featuring some of the supporting cast that I think deserve a chance to um, mm-hmm. to get their first leading role. Um, one of the um, ladies that I talked with, and I've, and I've interviewed her a few times, um, her name is Allison Wanzura, and she was, you saw her actually most recently, you saw her this fall, if you watched uh, Falling for You, and if you mm-hmm. watch Truly Madly Sweetly, she played two different, mm-hmm. um, two two very different roles. Because in Truly Madly Sweetly, she played the 
other woman, and she was very cruel and not not very nice. Um, and then um, in Falling for You, she actually played. Um, she was she was Taylor Cole's friend, and so she got a nice role for a change. And so she and I have talked about my screenplay idea, and she's ready to be the star of it. She and wow. and I could definitely I could definitely see her um, as the lead actress. Um, as far as a lead actor, um, I think it would be. Inter- I'm 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 very partial to um, to seeing. I know Marcus Rosner got his first lead role, but I could see him coming and doing doing you know, playing opposite her. I think it could be a very interesting dynamic. They they've worked together actually. Uh, they had way back many years ago. They had uh, to, they were. Uh, in one of the early garage sale mysteries, and they actually played two um, two criminal types. Um, they were kind of like a criminal duo, and they were just at the very beginning of this. Uh, it was actually the all the glitters. Uh, um, the the what is it? All the glitters is gold, or something like that. I think it was like the second or third garage sale mystery that was out. And so I think it'd be interesting to see those two. And um, if I were if I were going to write this screenplay, I'm thinking of I could see those two being the lead actors, um, and I think it could be very it'd be a very interesting dynamic between those two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Marcus, I was thrilled that he on that note that he was you yes. know he got a lead, and yes. I hope we get to see him more as a leading man yes. because he's so good. Yes, I hope so too because uh, he. He, uh, I, I watched him in in his lead roles in other networks because he's actually had lead roles for like Lifetime and for mm-hmm. Ion and I mean he's done some of these other movies, um, and I was glad to see that Hallmark finally gave him a leading role. He finally got the girl, and and I and I mm-hmm. hope that I hope we see him again on Hallmark doing that. I think it would be. Oh yeah, I, he is. He's. He is one that he he's one of those ones that I've watched kind of from the beginning with Hallmark. I, I was and he know and he is uh, a really just a great guy. I've I've been very impressed with him and and his and so yeah, we hope that Hallmark uses him more, definitely. Definitely. Well, speaking of all the interviews that you've done, what mm-hmm. has been your favorite interview, if you could even name one, and what has been your most surprising interview? Mm. Well, I think I can say that, um, and, it, and it's and it's very hard to say my all-time favorite, but I will say definitely ranking up there. Probably uh, there's 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 probably. Two or three that tie, um, but I will go ahead and say, um, in recent times, definitely uh, Brendan Elliott. Um, he, I guess, he, he will always hold a very special place in my heart because he was the first person I ever interviewed, and so now I've interviewed him like I don't know four times, something like that, and so I would say that that. Definitely, he's one of the one of my all-time favorite people to interview. He's just um, very supportive, and just always it's always it's always a great interview. He's he's uh, he he opens up very easily. He's uh, very knowledgeable about what's going on with Hallmark and with the fans, and and so he's. And, and 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 he's one that if I ask him for an interview, I mean he tries to he tries his very best to set aside the time. It's like he'll make a special 
effort to set aside the time, which is really nice. Um, probably surprising interview, and I do have a few of those. Sometimes it will be kind of like I'll be thinking, why am I interviewing this person? There are those times where it will go through my mind, okay, am I really going to like interviewing this person? I don't know, but we'll see, you know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and um, one of the what, – <laughs> One of the people, and, I, and again, I'll just go with more recent ones because that's because I could probably name several. But I will go with uh, Tyler Hines, who uh, was the lead actor in Falling for You. Um, I had to, I had to work very hard to get an interview with him, only because he was incredibly busy, and so he agreed to an interview. And then for like two weeks, I couldn't get a hold of him. And, I mean, I was reaching out to Hallmark, and I was reaching out to him and reaching out to his, to his manager or agent or whatever. And, and, you know, finally then he got back in contact with me, and we had the interview literally like, you know, two, two three days before the movie premiered. And I did not expect to be that impressed by him. I mean, nothing, you know, I wasn't I – mean, just because I thought, okay, he's probably going to be – a typical actor that you know, and he's a younger guy. I already had that kind of figured out, and and I just thought, well, it'll be fine, but it's not going to be anything earth shattering. It'll be a great great interview, but not one of my top favorites. And as a result of that interview, I mean, he's he's giving me the credit for being for getting on and live tweeting because he came back to Twitter. He joins the Facebook, the Hallmark Facebook group, and he's doing all these things and interacting with the fans. And so all of a sudden, I have this new friend that I didn't really uh, plan on. <laughs> and so that was real. That's been really cool. That's been exciting. Well, you know, um, I have a couple comments about what you said. First of all, Brandon Elliott. If they're if they were giving out prizes on Twitter for the actor that's the most interactive with his fans, that he would win hands down. Oh, yeah. oh, um, yeah. He is he is so engaged with the fans, and I love mm-hmm. that about him because mm-hmm. he really appreciates and he understands the fans are the reason why he is where he is, and right. and he's he's just so grateful, and I love that yeah. about him. Yeah. And and you know, as far as surprising interviews, Pam and I have this conversation often, and Pam feel free to jump in, but we've done tons of interviews together, and so we'll have an interview lined up, and we'll kind of, you know, sometimes because what we've researched about an actor Mm -hmm. or guest or whatever, and we we wonder, okay, how is this going to be? And we'll, like, start saying, well, we just got a vibe that it's not going to go well, or we've Mm got to really, you know, pull Mm -hmm. from wild places to try. And then they'll come on, and they just totally – they're so surprising. I mean, they take us right. by surprise, and then it ends up being, we say over and over, that was one of the best interviews yeah, ever, you right. know, and it we right. never saw it coming. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and those really do end up being the best and the most surprising um, oh, yeah. in a good way, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah, I definitely have to agree with Don there. I mean, <laughs> sometimes we're biting nails thinking, I wonder if they're going to be a talker, or are yes. are we going yes. to ask a question and there's going to be like a one-answer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But we have enjoyed every single interview that yep. we've ever done, and exactly. and on you know some more than others, but it just mm-hmm. it, it just happens to go with the connection that you have at that time when you're you're speaking right. with them. So right yep. now. Have you ever met any of the actors you've interviewed, and is there anyone you would do anything to meet? 
<laughs> I have, yes, I have met um, several of the actors that I have interviewed. Um, a couple of years ago, I made my first big trip up to um, to Vancouver, and that was when I met um, several actors that, um, and, and that was just, I made the decision I was going to go up there um, and meet some of these actors, and so... Um, yes, I've, and then last year I went to my first Hardy's family reunion and got to meet many more actors, which was even exciting. And then this, later on, uh, this week, actually about the time, I, I think I will actually be in Vancouver when you publish this because I'm going, going, um, going back to the, um, Hardy's family reunion, um, uh, I actually leave on Thursday, and um, I'm just, I'm going up there, and I already have uh, several actors lined up uh, that are When Calls the Heart actors, as well as just Hallmark actors, and um, I have a very full list of, uh, that's what I always joke about when I go to Vancouver, that um, I have a very long list of people that want to meet me, and it's just a matter of scheduling, and, you know, I'm prioritizing, okay, who am I going to meet this time, and who do I want to make sure that I catch up with? And and uh, so, uh, as far as the people I've met, I've met Paul Green, Aaron Krakow. Um, I have met Daniel Lissing um, and Lori Lachlan, Jack Wagner. Um, and then I've I have also oh and Jesse Hutch is another one that I've met. Um, and there are several others that may not be as well known that 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 I've met as well. And um, as far as what I would do, just about anything to meet, um, I'm still waiting. Um, and, and I don't mean to keep bringing this this actor up, but Brendan Elliott is one of the top ones I still want to meet. And mm-hmm. uh, and so that is. Um, I'm trying to come up with ways to see if I can make that happen. I've I've um, I would love to the opportunity, and I know that he would love to meet me as well. And so he would be one that's definitely on my I would love to meet list. And um, Barbara Niven is another one that I would love to meet, and I know she would love to meet me as well. And so those are those are a couple, and there's you know there's probably a few more in there, but. Um, those well, I'm are... actually amazed that you haven't met Brennan yet. I really am. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It, it, I know. It's, it is amazing. So we'll just see. We're we're gonna. I think we're gonna hope that that happens. It's just one of those things that um, have not been in the right place at the right time, and so maybe that will work out. Um, I'm I'm hoping that maybe to meet him on set one day or something like that, uh, since I know that he and Lacey Chabert are now going to be filming um, not only All of My Heart, but they're also fil- filming all these crossword mystery um, mysteries that start in January. And so they've already filmed one, and they've got all those other ones to film. So if I were able to make it to set, then, then it would be that I could meet him and Barbara Niven, because she's also mm-hmm. part of the cast. So I would ha- so it would be a... So it's one of those things that I've kind of got. Uh, that's one of my next dreams, I guess I'd say, is I want to go. I, I want to go. Want to head up to the Toronto area and uh, be on set when they are filming that. I think that would be great. 
Well, see, you know, you only live once, Ruth. You got right. to make that happen. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I, I I agree. That's just one of those things. That's I. What I tend to do is I tend to think, what's my next adventure going to be? And so far, when I get that adventure set up, it seems like I'm able to follow through. And so it's just a matter of planning and figuring it out and figuring out the right times to do it. And so that's my next my next dream on my bucket list, I guess I'd say. Well, and and you know you mentioned uh, Brendan and Lacey filming all of my heart. Mm-hmm. I am I am so hoping Hallmark makes that a series. Yeah. Um, I think it would take. I mean, the fans are screaming for it, and yeah. uh, oh my god, so, yeah, yeah. And the fact that I hope they um, they bring back season four of Chesapeake Shores. The yeah. the fans oh, are yeah. screaming for that too. You know. Yep. Um, I agree. Those are almost two givens, but you can't assume. You know, right? It's like, um, right. You you hope it happens and you think it mm-hmm. will, but you won't know right. till they say if it's going to or right. not. Um, but um, speaking of Hallmark, um, mm-hmm. as you know, Countdown to Christmas, Miracles of Christmas mm-hmm. is right around the corner, yep. and um, and I would love to get your insight on all the movies that are set to air. What are you looking forward to the most? Oh boy, uh, that that is hard because of course now they have. 37 movies Oh, my God. Total. Oh my God. And for me, when I, when I heard that, I was like, okay, for, you know, first of all, we're starting at, like, 32, and then it comes up to 35, 36. So, when I heard 37, my, my comment was, this is insane. But I don't mean that negatively. I mean, it right. is insane in the mm-hmm. best way. I right. mean, I can't. And um, probably what I am most looking forward to, I am definitely looking forward to Marrying Father Christmas. Um, I have loved that series. I think that Aaron Krakow and Niall Mater, I think they are fantastic in that series. Uh, I am so happy for the success of that series. Um, and I'm also looking forward to um, A Godwink Christmas. Um, I have actually... Yes. I've been interviewing, actually I've got another interview set up tomorrow with uh, one of the leads. Uh, I'm finally going to talk with Kimberly Sustead. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, but, I've, but I've talked with Paul Campbell about it. I've talked with uh, Squire Rushnell, who is the, you know, the writer, executive producer. Um, and I'm really super, especially after talking to him, I'm so super excited about that particular um that particular movie, because that looks to be like they're going to make that into a series, too, with what it sounds like. Ooh. That's their plan, is that this won't be the only movie in that series, but they're planning on, hopefully, if it, if it takes off, that it's going to be continued to be a, a series. Um, so oh. I, I know I'm looking forward to those, but that's just the beginning. Um, as I've told people, um, from the time Countdown to Christmas starts on the 26th of this month, mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going anywhere, basically, on the weekends. Um, I'm going to watch every single movie. Um, right. You know, and, I mean, that's that's the way it is. It's the way it's always been, but it's even more so. Right. I, I, um, I mean, of course, I'm looking forward to Brandon's Christmas, Christmas movie that he's doing with Danica McKellar um, and uh, looking forward to, um, you know, I mean, I, the list is so incredible this year. Uh, to, yeah. I mean, some of them I don't even know. I, I'm not even – some of them it's like I'm trying to remember. I mean, I was so happy that, that Christopher Palaha got, got – um, Oh, yeah. I was so glad that they put him on the schedule. And, and, and then, of course, you know, the When Calls the Heart Christmas movie. That will be a special one. Um, I'm excited to see where where that series is headed for for this um, upcoming season. So that will be nice to see that. Um 
and and that's just the beginning. There is so much more. Um, I I mean, some of my some of my friends are in you know two, three, four, five Christmas movies this year, and 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 so it's it's really cool to see these supporting cast members that that I love getting to have getting to be in multiple Christmas movies. They're not just in one, but you're going to see them in several, and. And you know, then when you add Hallmark into the other Christmas movies that are going to be out there, it even gets more insane because yeah. then you know you take in Lifetime and right. Up, and then once I am, they'll also announce Christmas movies, um, and then you take into account Netflix is going to have Christmas movies, and you know there's all these things that are happening, and so many of those are crossovers where. Um, as far as the Hallmark actors go, you know, they're mm-hmm. they're often also they might be in a Hallmark Christmas movie, but then you turn around they're in a lifetime Christmas movie or or an up Christmas movie or whatever the case is. And of course because I am very devoted to the people that I interview, I can't just watch the stuff they're in in Hallmark. I've got to go right. and watch the other stuff too. Exactly. I I have to. (laughs) Yeah, and and, you know, and and you're mentioning all this, and Pam and I, last year when we started the show, um, you know, we knew that it was going to be a big deal to try to watch the movies and to review them and and do the show. Yeah. But Hallmark has raised the bar where, you know, Lifetime went from, what, six last year? Now they got 14 this year and however many more. And then you've got all the other networks who are just jumping on board going, oh, wait a minute, I want a piece of this. I've got to get in there. Mm -hmm. So now what we have, I read one day there's like 80-some movies, original movies that are going to premiere on the networks this year. And and Pam and I will be... We were talking, you know, our show goes across all networks, and we we're like, yes. "Oh my gosh, what are we yes. going to do?" And you, yes. you said it well. We're just going to stay at home and yep. watch TV, right? <laughs> yep. You know. Well, and and then when you and there's also, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there is a, another. There's a very special Christmas movie that's coming to theaters that Fathom Events is doing that Paul Green actually has a part in, as well as Dick Van Dyke. It's called Buttons. You might you you might want to look that one up. That it's going to be only one. It's like one day. It's going to be one day in the theaters, and I'm hoping it'll come out on DVD or streaming or something very soon. Um, it's a it's got and that's those are just two of the actors that are in it. The cast is incredible. If you look up Buttons, that's the name of the movie. Um, that is another Christmas movie that has been in the works for a couple of years. I was reading doing some research on it, and it's been in the works for a couple of years. And Paul Green has a part in it. That's how I knew about it. And he was excited because he got to work with Dick Van Dyke and got to work with all these legends, oh these legendary yeah. actors. And it is a Christmas movie, and it's going to come out in December. And so it sounds like everybody is realizing um, that Christmas movies, um, people love Christmas movies, and they love the heartwarming Christmas movies because mm-hmm. um, that's that, that's what we love. We don't want to go and see, we don't want to just go and see some Christmas movie where there's going to be all these bad things that happen. You know, right. we we want to. It's 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 that time of year when everybody wants the heartwarming stories and right. And, that's it. And that's what and the networks are doing. You know, yeah. and 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 you know, and nobody does it better than Hallmark. I agree um, with hands you. Hands yep. down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, who knew that years and years ago? I mean, when I was growing up as a kid, and would go to my yep. local Hallmark card store, yep. that one day they would be this mega conglomerate that 
they have really hit on something. And I think the secret to their success, Ruth, is just the fact that what they're doing resonates with Mm -hmm. so many people. People are yearning for what they've got to offer. Um, And it's just feel-good stories that Mm -hmm. leave all the crazy stuff out. And people love it. You know, yeah. not just and and it's not just Christmas time. It's year round right. now. Right. What they're doing oh, and yeah. they've really capitalized on that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I I agree completely. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's going to be so exciting to see what happens like in 2019. You know, with all the oh. things I know that they they've got under wraps that they haven't even revealed yet. But it's just oh, they goodness. keep getting yeah. bigger and better. And just when you think, just like right. last year when Pam and I were talking about the what the 34 movies, and I was like, yeah. or 32, however, I've lost whatever it was last year, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then they came out and they said they were going to do 36, and I was like, holy cow, you know, I know. they've outdone themselves. Announced what the thirty seventh movie, and I, I was like, "Okay, so I'm thinking they're going to stop." But I just told Pam today. I said, "You know, they're probably going to continue." I just saw something today out there on social media somewhere yeah. where they were saying Hallmark has devised an app just for their Christmas movies, yes. um, so people yeah. can. And I'm like, well, I told Pam, I said, "Well, that is a sure bet mm-hmm. that this whole countdown to Christmas thing is going to continue and it's going to grow." Oh yeah, oh <laughs> now yeah. To have for people to track it, you know, because it's going to mm-hmm. be so big and vast. Right. Um, oh yeah. You know, it's yeah. And another avenue that I hope that they will take up all this food that they're showcasing in their movies mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. all the merch. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, that's a whole other division that they could start and make a killing. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because well, because well, I know also that that people are uh, beginning to see this. People are asking. They want to be able to make some of these recipes that are featured in Hallmark movies. You know, they'll talk about, because because we know that you almost can't have a Hallmark movie without some kind of recipe or some kind of baking going on. And people are starting to ask, well, where can we find the recipe to make this recipe that's featured in the movie? And I'm thinking, Hallmark, you need to get on and get a cookbook. You know, you've already got your book publishing, so get on there and get a cookbook. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you something else. It, I was watching Daryl and Daryl last night, mm-hmm. and do you remember the scene um, where uh, Kimberly and uh, – God, it's escaping me. But anyway, the lead actor, and they were yeah. sitting in a coffee shop, and those coffee mugs, and they were just – I even tweeted about the mugs, and I said, mm-hmm. they, you know, whoever knew that coffee mugs in a scene would, would be the scene stealer or something along yeah. those lines. Okay, yeah. We're so – and I'm like, yeah. I want those mugs. I love right. them, you know. Right, right. Um, just little right. nuance like that that right. Hallmark brought in to what they do mm-hmm. that grabs people's attention. You see people tweeting about it, you know, what right. the actors are wearing, right. uh, their hair, everything. You know, even oh, down yeah. to I want to die. I'm hungry now. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um they've capitalized on every aspect of the senses mm-hmm. of a human being that you can tap into, you know, right. from the feelings on right. down. So yeah. it's amazing what they're doing. Um oh, yeah. well We've got one more thing we want to do before we yeah. wrap this up. And we mm-hmm. always like to close interviews with a five-question lightning round that is all Christmas-related. Okay. Um, just to kind of get a take on, uh, you know, your preferences and things you like. Mm-hmm. And there are no wrong answers, by the way. Okay. Um, so the first question is your favorite Christmas tradition. Oh, goodness. Um, I would say um, really it's, Opening the Christmas present, the presents on Christmas morning. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, your favorite Christmas song. 
Oh, Oh Holy Night. That's a good one, too. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, okay. I, 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 I will say White Christmas. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, hot toddy or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. Hmm. And last but not least, white lights or colored lights? Um, oh, that is that that's hard. Okay. I would say Okay, I had I I had a white tree. Um and so I always had colored lights. Now that I have a green tree, white lights would probably be my preference. Yeah. Yeah. So it really does depend that, on I mean if we have the traditional green tree then 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 I think white lights but but uh, yeah for many years I had a white tree and so very so nice we, yeah yeah <laughs> well and that is our five question lightning round thank you so much okay. for playing <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I have one last thing to ask you, and that okay. is, would you share with our listeners on where they can find you on social media and your blog, and would you like to give a shout-out to your followers? Oh, absolutely. So um, if, you, if you are looking me up, um, um, if you look my website up, it is My Devotional Thoughts, so, and the website is actually MyDevotionalThoughts.net. Um, and on Facebook, I do have a Facebook page. If you look up My Devotional Thoughts, you'll find it. Um, then on Twitter and Instagram, it is Ruth Hill 74 and, um, ha- and I have the most amazing followers. Um, and I know that without these particular followers, these fans, um, I know that I would not be where I am now. They they are constantly who I'm thinking about when I'm preparing these interviews, and I appreciate all of you guys. Um, it means so much. Even when they just comment and say it was a great interview, uh, it totally makes my day. So thank you guys. Well, well and Don and, we and I to... are huge followers, so oh, we will God. definitely oh, be ever. looking forward to everything you do. <laughs> Well, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Most well, definitely. Thanks. Well, Ruth, thank you so very much for being our special guest and just chatting about you know everything that you've got going on. You have some amazing stories, and um, and we are excited to see what's going to happen for you moving forward as well. Um, you know, well, so many great things have, have taken place already. So it's going to be really, really fun to continue following you and just seeing what's going on. Well, thank you. I I so appreciate it. Um, and, you know, you guys mentioned Brennan Elliott, and I've told him this before, but actually I studied the way that he would would be would handle his social media, and I really patterned a lot of my social media stuff um, after him. I've told him that before. He's always like, he's always like well, he, he doesn't think he's any good. He patterns his after Barbara Niven is what he says. <laughs> so it's like that's what he's always saying. He doesn't think he doesn't think he's all that great, and and uh, but but. Uh, I think just like him, I have that same perspective. I would not be where I am without having all these followers, these loyal readers, these incredible fans, and and so 
you know, I appreciate I appreciate both of you, and 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 I am excited to see where it goes too, because uh, I I'm not you know I don't know I have hopes and dreams, but uh, usually it goes even you know goes directions that I, even I'm not looking for. So mm-hmm. those unexpected open doors, you know. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so very much. We have so appreciated your time, and it's just been an honor speaking with you. Well, yeah, thanks for I having agree. me. It was great. It was great. Hi, this is Ruth Hill, and you're listening to Pam and Dawn. Well, that was our Ruth Hill interview, and we hope you loved it as much as we did doing it. Ruth is amazing. Oh, my God. with me? She, she, I am. <laughs> right? I am. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, just want to make no, sure. No, I meant are you with me as far as her being amazing. <laughs> I thought maybe you couldn't hear me for a second. Um, yes, I'm definitely with you on all counts, but um, most definitely that was that was an enjoyable time with her, and uh, I just felt like talking with her. She was just um, a wealth of information about you know Hallmark and things we can look forward to and oh my gosh she was just given all these nice little tidbits um about things to come which i thought was exciting um and uh so yeah i think we're gonna have a, a big holiday season big year next year for hallmark at least this is true and that brings us to the one movie that we get to talk about this week. <laughs> but, but kids, seriously, I mean, hold on to your boots because we already right. said there's 80-something <laughs> movies coming out. So this is just the beginning, okay? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's right. So we have Christmas at Pemberley Manor, which will be on the Hallmark Channel, on October 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern and 7 Central. And it stars Jessica Laundis, and I hope I say her name correctly. Is that how you say it? That's how I pronounce it. Okay. All right. Well, good. At least two of us might be right. (laughs) 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 And it also stars Michael Raddy. Excuse me. One second. You know how it just kind of goes down the wrong way? Okay, so here, yeah. I'm back now. <laughs> As Christmas approaches, Elizabeth Bennett, played by Jessica, a New York event planner, is sent to a quaint small town to organize their holiday festival. When she arrives, she finds William Darcy, played by Michael, of course, a high-profile billionaire lacking in holiday spirit, in the process of selling the charming estate she hoped to use as a venue. Determined to make her event a success, Elizabeth persuades the reluctant Darcy to let her hold the festival on the historical estate once known for its holiday cheer. When they wind up working together to arrange the festivities, the unlikely pair begins falling for each other. But when complications arise and the festival is unexpectedly shut down, the couple parts ways and Darcy moves forward with plans to sell the estate. On the night before Christmas, a wistful Elizabeth hopes for a Christmas miracle to revive the festival, save the estate, and rekindle her holiday romance. 
Ooh, what a great kickoff to Countdown to Christmas, huh? You know, that's a pretty complicated storyline, you know, if you think about it. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, It's got a bunch of twists and turns in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, um, we can hear more about this. Uh, We have an exclusive clip from Jessica Lowndes and Michael Ratty behind the scenes of Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Hi, I'm Jessica Lowndes. And I'm Michael Rady, and here we are on the set of our new Hallmark Channel Christmas movie. Let's go take a look. Ready to roll. We're going to go make a movie. I play Elizabeth Bennett. I work for the biggest party planner in New York City. I end up going to Pemberley Manor and meeting the iconic Mr. Darcy. This is where Santa will hand out toys to the kids, and they will listen to the reading of the night before Christmas. Doesn't that sound amazing? Yes, it does. I play William Darcy. This is the Christmas Festival of Lambton. It takes place right next to the big manor house. And the house we're shooting in right now is stunning. It is so beautiful. It looks like it's straight out of the storybook. You need to have enough light to make Pemberley Manor visible from outer space. You can never have enough Christmas lights. Uh, Jessica Lowndes' character helps <laughs> reveal to my character what's really important in life. He falls in love with Christmas again and falls in love with Elizabeth as well. I've never done a Christmas movie in the middle of a New England summer. There are definitely challenges shooting a Christmas movie in June. There's certain takes where if you don't see my sweater underneath, I'm just wearing a jacket and a scarf and we're doing everything we can to stay cold. It makes it really fun. It's great. We're all in the same boat. You have to pretend like we're really cold when we're really warm. I sing Oh Holy Night in this movie. The writer wrote in a singing scene, and I'm a singer, and I have to step in and save the day, and I just love being able to do both of my passions. I love this cast so much. (laughs) I just want to work with good people, and we have a lot of them on this cast. We're pretty much just always laughing and and having fun. Michael Rady is such a terrific actor, such a wonderful human, and we are having an absolute blast. I love working on Hallmark movies. They're so much fun, and they're really sweet stories. All right, thanks for joining us, guys. Make sure you check out our new Countdown to Christmas movie coming this season on Hallmark Channel. Wow, amazing. And before we get into that, I want to give a special shout-out to the Hallmark Channel for putting out these preview promos of their movies because it really brings the excitement to all of us for the upcoming movies. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I love I love the fact that we get these behind-the-scenes tidbits, mm-hmm. you know, from the actors themselves. Um and I did not know till I saw that clip that Jessica Lowndes is a singer also. Um, oh, my so I'm gosh. Ex- Dawn, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to say it, but that was the first thing that came to my head, too. So there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear her sing. I mean, just in the clip there, she was amazing. And, um, mm-hmm. and of course, I fell in love with her last year when she starred, was it last year or in 2016, when she was in A December Bride with Daniel Lissing. And I, that movie is one of my favorites. Christmas movies on Hallmark Channel anyway um, it ranks in the top 10 but she was amazing so I am so excited to see her and Michael Ratty I mean my gosh what what can you not 
say about him that hasn't already been said. He is such an amazing talent, and every time I see him on screen, his charm, his wit, um, he is just, he's a great actor. And so this pairing, perfect for this movie. And did you hear Michael? He said her name exactly how we said it. So we were right. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So I'm very happy that we did not train wreck that, um, you know, on our premiere show for season two, you know. Um, so anyway, but yeah, that is, um, I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, and again, the movie airs um, October 27th, eight p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, on the Hallmark Channel, and it's Christmas at Pemberley Manor, and this will be the first movie, um, even though um, the Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas starts on October 26th, the 27th is when the first original movie for this holiday season was set to air, so if you can't catch it, set your DVRs, folks, you don't want to miss it. Exactly, and speaking of the Countdown to Christmas... We're going to go ahead and let that roll, and you can hear more about it. Here we go! Three, two, one! Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas is the television event of the season. What do you think? Beautiful. <laughs> and the number one destination for holiday cheer. Merry Christmas! This year is even bigger, with 22 all-new original Christmas movie premieres. <laughs> Countdown to Christmas starts Friday, October 26th. No one does Christmas like Hallmark Channel. Every time I hear that commercial or see it on television, it just, it's like the excitement just starts building all over again. <laughs> and we're just a few short days away now. So uh, so that is, that's, I'm looking very forward to it. And, uh, and I know you are as well, Pam. Yes, I am. No bottom like at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. Um, well, now we want to introduce to you a brand new segment for this season. Um, and uh, it's going to be a fun segment we'll bring to you each week. Um, it's called Trolling for Tweets. And it's where Pam and I kind of, we're on social media all the time, but especially Twitter. Um, that's where a lot of the Hallmark stars tend to frequent and they interact with their fans. So we thought it would be fun to kind of go through um, different tweets we see from your favorite actors and actresses on the Hallmark Channel and just pick three that we thought that if you didn't catch it, you may want to go back and, and um, you know, and check it out. Um, but this week, the first one comes from Emily um, Eulerup. I hope I said that correctly. How do you pronounce Emily's last name, Pam? Oh, I say Eulerup. All are up. That sounds better than what I said. Me and my southern speak. Well, who knows? <laughs> Emily All are up. And um, as you know, Emily has played in, she was in a Christmas movie last year. She's also going to be in one this year. And she starred as Bree on Chesapeake Shore. Uh, but anyway, Emily wrote this week, when you can't skate, but your incredible crew is going to do everything to make you look like you can and uh, she has hashtag skater, hashtag from the waist up, hashtag crew love, hashtag movie magic, hashtag on set, hashtag on location. And she um, had posted this on Instagram originally and shared it to Twitter, but it was a picture of her. And you've got to go check it out. She was standing on a platform, and she has, you know, uh, and it's on wheels. 
and she's kind of, um, I guess, buckled in. And she's got her crew members, and they're pushing her around on the ice, and they're filming her from the waist up. So it looks like she's ice skating. So when you see the movie, this holiday season, that'll be a little behind-the-scenes tidbit that um, – you'll know <laughs> she's not really skating, although it's going to look like she can. Um, so, but anyway, you can find her on Twitter, and um, and it said, at Emily, I hope I said that right, E-M-I-L-I-E-U-L-L-E-R-U-P. All right, our next trolling for tweets comes from Paul Green, and Paul Green is one of the leading men on Hallmark. He also stars on When Calls the Heart. He is at Paul Green Median. Green is with an E on the end, G-R-E-E-N-E. And he says, when you're stuck in traffic, you have two options, make the most of it or suffer wishing it were different. And I think that that is so true because – We've all been stuck in traffic, and we've either made the most of it or we've suffered wishing it were different. What about you, Pam? What have you done when you've been stuck in traffic? I've actually done both, and it all depends on who I'm with and where I'm going and how fast I need to get there. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if if it's rush hour, uh, getting stuck in traffic is not fun. I mean, then the whole anxious hurry up. I can't wait kind of thing kicks in. But uh but if you know if I'm I'm not in a rush to be anywhere, um I just turn the radio up and jam out while I'm waiting. <laughs> and it's okay. Exactly. So uh, that's about all you can do. You can't go anywhere, especially if you're on the freeway. So um well that was great advice from Paul Green. Uh and our last trolling for tweets comes from Alicia Witt. Now, we know that Alicia is one of the queens, as they call them, of Hallmark Channel. She almost, I think she is probably next to Candace Cameron Bure, holds the record for um, probably the most Christmas movies. I think she's done seven, maybe. Um, she's up there with the with the queens. But uh, she's at Alicia Witty on Twitter, and she says, It just occurs to me that if people actually communicated with each other, there would be no songs. And, you know, that's pretty thought-provoking because that really does make you think, would there be music if people communicated? What do you think, Pam? Well, you know, I have to agree with that. And also, if people didn't have emotions, there wouldn't be songs. You know, That's think so about all the people that have had breakups and stuff like that that have written songs um, because they need to get it out of their system, so they put it to vinyl. And, hey, thank you very much, because when we're down and out, we either listen to something that is from one of them, uh, mm-hmm. one of the artists that have written a sad song, or we find something happy to get us out of the bad mood. Right, right. I agree, and I mean, I personally, sans Hallmark Channel, because I love Hallmark Channel, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, but um, if I had to choose between music or television, I would say music any day, because 
it really does allow you to express your roller coaster of emotions. There's a song for every kind of emotion out there. So no matter what kind of mood you're in, whatever you're going through, music helps you to identify with that. It really resonates. And and so yeah, if people were actually just communicating and there were no songs, um, I think you wouldn't be able to express your emotions quite in the same way or effectively deal with them, whatever the emotion might be. Music really does force us to feel things, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just, I, I just, I don't know. I really like what she said. And, and when I saw that, um, I found it to be very profound. It really is thought-provoking. Uh, but again, you can find Alicia on Twitter at Alicia Witty. And um, she always puts out some really, really cool stuff. All right, so now we have a couple of new and noteworthy things um, that you may or may not be aware of. Um, Jen Lilly, who has starred in several Hallmark movies, and yes, she's going to be in a uh, Christmas movie this holiday season, but recently she released um, a brand new single, and um, and the single is called King of Hearts, and she has a forthcoming album that will be out soon, but... Um, but this single is amazing. I love it. Pam, have you heard the single? I have, and I absolutely love it as well. And the 60s, 70s vibe on that and how she dressed up for the part when mm-hmm. she was promoting it and all her Instagram photos, oh, my gosh, what's not to love? <laughs> I know. I so agree. And um, if you get a chance... You have to go over to jenlilymusic.com and and just she's got all the photos posted over there um, with the links to how you can go purchase a single. But um, there's an, a great backstory on this single. Um, Pam, do you mind giving the details on that? I think she's raising money, right? Uh, you know what? Off the top of my head, I don't have that in front of me. I will look that up, though. She is raising money, though. And uh-huh. exactly what for, I will tell you in, oh, I know. in a moment, I know. so why don't I you go maybe, ahead? No, I thought you knew. I'm so sorry. Um, she, because I was, I wanted to make sure I was thinking correct. I think that she is raising money, <coughs> excuse me, for um, a little boy who either has a heart um, issue or it might be in the foster system or, or something. She's so supportive of that. Uh, but anyway, all the proceeds from the sale of her single are going to support this. Um, and we will get some information and put that up on our website um, so that you have it with links and everything. But the neat thing about this song is um, she decided to create a King of Hearts challenge. And basically she's asked all of her you know, Instagram and all of her social media followers um, to post a dance video to her new single, King of Hearts, and then challenge three friends to do it using the hashtag King of Hearts Challenge. And, um, and so these videos have been popping up all over social media. I've seen quite a few, and, and they're really good and creative, and people are really going all out. Um, and so it's kind of taken off. It's, it's really taken on a life of its own. Um, and she herself posted a great video when she entered, entered uh, announced the challenge um, with oh, her yeah. adoptive son. And that was the cutest thing. It was so Jen Lilly. Um, but to see her, you know, singing and dancing to her own song in it, and, and she was dancing with her son, 
it was adorable. So if you get a chance, go check it out um, on social media, um, and you can follow her. And she is Jen underscore Lily on Twitter. That's probably the easiest place. Um, I'm thinking on – I'm not sure on Instagram if it's the exact same, but if you if you search for Jen Lily, um, and that's L-L-L, I, I'm sorry, L-I-L-L-E-Y, um, she'll pop up and you'll be able to see that video. You really got to check it out. And check out that song, King of Hearts. Yeah, and real quick, <clears throat> because I didn't want to misspeak on, on what her charity was for, <laughs> um, so I looked it up and it says, for her debut album, Lily has partnered with Project Orphans, a charity that provides care to orphans, vulnerable vulnerable children. That's one of those words that's not easy to say. Powerless young women and broken families located in Uganda, Africa. 100% of Lily's proceeds for her debut single, King of Hearts, as well as album pre-sales and her website merchandise will go to providing a Project Orphans child named John with a life-saving heart surgery. John is, as Lily says, her king of hearts. After funds are raised for John's heart surgery, Lily will donate 100% of her proceeds to Project Orphans to help support their monthly operating costs through March. Any sales over that will hopefully go toward building a children's village in California for children who have been orphaned by the foster care system. This uh, woman has the hugest heart. She really does. She's the queen of care. Um, mm-hmm. And Jen Lilly, uh, to know her is to love her, um, not just only to see her in Hallmark movies, um, in, in other acting projects that she's done, but she is just an amazing human being. She has a heart of gold. And um, so everyone, get out there, get on board, do the challenge support this cause um she is a newly um adoptive parent she's uh, been fostering a little boy she and her husband for a couple years and recently the adoption went through so fostering and adoption is very close to her heart she's you know very much on board with that um so uh please support her because we wholeheartedly believe in what she's doing and she's just an awesome person so um so that is awesome good news for this week. So the other day, Paul Green put out a post, and when I saw this, I pinged uh, Pam on social media, and I was like, have you seen this? Uh, and we were so over the moon excited when we learned this. But he put up a post, and this is what it reads. Okay, I told you this was coming soon. Now I can share more. In 600 theaters across the country, I had the honor of sharing the screen with Dick Van Dyke, Angela Lansbury, Abigail Spencer, Jane Seymour, and with Kate Winslet and Robert Redford narrating, Tim Janis directing, even a song by Sir Paul McCartney, and many more generous and talented souls. I couldn't be more thrilled to be part of this Christmas musical benefiting Golden Hat Foundation opening December 8th at 12.55 p.m. And the movie, he's going to the big screen, folks. It's Buttons, and it is a Christmas movie. And you can find out all about this movie at ButtonsTheMovie.com. And you got to go over to the site and check it out. There's a great trailer on the website. There's um, a place where you can purchase tickets for the um, for where it's going to be at. And you want to check because it's, it's in 600 
theaters across the country, but like I checked for my local theater, it's not going to be in my local theater. It's going to be in the next town over, which is fine. Um, so check that out. Get the tickets. Go see this. This is going to be a phenomenal movie. It's a great family movie. Um, and what a cast and crew. What a lineup, Pam. I'm telling you, I looked right away, too, as soon as you told me about it and to see if it was playing in my area. And, and thankfully, there's three three theaters uh, that are going to be playing it. And one is relatively close. The other two are a little bit further. But I, I would drive yeah. a good amount of miles yeah. to go see this. I yeah. mean, Dick Van Dyke, Angela Lansbury, I mean... Jane Seymour, just to name a few, and Paul McCartney singing, and, and oh, my gosh, and Paul Green, whom we love. Mm-hmm, hmm Can't get any and, better than this. Oh, my gosh, and, you know, he didn't mention in his post, but Roma Downey, who starred in Touch by an Angel, Charles Shaughnessy mm-hmm. from, you know, mm-hmm. The Nanny. I mean, oh, my gosh, this, this cast is amazing. What a lineup, and... You know, Dick Van Dyke is, what, in his early 90s, I think I read recently. And I saw the trailer for this movie, and there's a segment in the trailer where he's dancing. And it took me back to Mary Poppins. He has still got it. It is amazing. That's why I said go watch the trailer. You will... Want you will be anxiously waiting to go see this movie. It is. It was just amazing to see. Um, I'm so thrilled. I'm going to drive and go see it myself. And I wish Pam and I lived closer. She lives up north. I live in the south. As if our accents didn't give it away. <laughs> but uh, <Yeah. laughs> but if we lived closer, I would. We would. We'd go see the movie together. Uh, what a treat for families this holiday season. I would be there in a second flat with you. You know I would. I think we would be taking a lot more road trips, too, if we lived near each other. Oh, absolutely. And the one thing that I'm curious about as far as this movie, you know, what I noticed is that it's going to open on December the 8th at 12.55 p.m. So I'm wondering if it's going to be a one-time showing or if that's just the actual time that it's going to open for the on December 8th and then it's going to run for, what, a week or whatever duration. Um, but I hope it has a really good showing and that maybe they'll expand it to more theaters, too, uh, where it can get even more exposure. Definitely, definitely. Well, you know... Um, I am excited about this holiday season, Pam. I think there is lots to look forward to. And, of course, as we go forward in the coming weeks ahead, we have got lots to bring you. I mean, we've got interviews. We've got trivia. We've got a lot of everything that we can pack in in the time frame that our show allows. And um, But we, we've got some exciting things coming, and we – can't hardly wait to bring it all to you. Um, actually, obviously, you know, as the weeks go along, we'll have more than one movie to talk about because uh, we were looking ahead to Thanksgiving week, and oh my gosh, <laughs> it's jam-packed across all networks that particular week. Um, a lot of the other networks, are that's the kind of the magical week that they're going to use to premiere a lot of their movies, original movies, and Hallmark will already be in full speed ahead mode. So um, we're going to, I think we counted Pam and I, it's like, I don't know, 18, 
18 new premieres in during the week of Thanksgiving alone. So we're going to be very incredibly busy over the coming months, um, but we hope that you will be here with us every step of the way. And uh, before we wrap up, we got a couple show announcements. Um, exciting interview coming up tomorrow night, Monday night, uh, October 22nd, and it is with Carrie McNeil. Now, you may recognize Carrie on Twitter and social media as I've seen it on Hallmark, and seen is spelled S-C-E-N-E. She runs a great website. Uh, She's a freelance writer, a blogger, and the website is called I've Seen It on Hallmark, and what Carrie does, she goes around to all of the locations and the houses and just the different places of uh, places you've seen in Hallmark movies, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And she blogs about it on her blog, on her website, and she posts pictures, and it's just amazing to see. It's such a fascinating, interesting read. Um, but anyway, we're so excited to have her on, and we'll be bringing that to you on Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio as well as ChristmasStationRadio.com. So we will post a link for that, and we will definitely um, be looking forward to hearing from her. Um, But I'm telling you, Pam, these interviews are just the iceberg. I mean, gosh, Ruth is just such a wealth of information. Carrie, oh, my gosh, when we talked with her, it was fascinating to listen to her stories. I could have listened to her all day talking about all the different places that she's been. Yeah, exactly. But we don't want to talk too much about it because we want the listeners no, to hear the interview. No, we're not going to talk too much about it. I was just <laughs> saying, you know, I was I was just amazed after talking to her um, how it made me want to start taking road trips, honest to goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, but you'll have to tune in tomorrow night, um, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, um, to get the full interview and all the uh, juicy tidbits. She had plenty of great things to say as well and also we have a new section on our website that we are still it's still a work in progress we're adding to it um, as we speak Um, but we now have it up and functional it's um if you go to our website christmasmoviesspotlight.com and movies is m-u-v-i-e-s we now have a shop page and you can go there and we have Books listed of you know by the authors for some of the movies that you're going to see on Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries this holiday season. We also have um, a lot of the previous holiday movies on Hallmark Channel listed, and we are continually adding and building that page. So keep checking back. Um, but we've got everything linked to where you can go and um, purchase it or check it out. And uh, so we're trying to make everything as easy and convenient as possible um, for everyone out there. So we're excited about that. And um, so please go check out our website. We are always doing something. And it seems like every day we're out there (laughs) updating, uh, adding, creating. And if there's anything you would like to see, please Drop us, you know, send us a line, um, and you can reach us at christmasmoviespotlight at gmail dot com. Um, well, Pam, we did it. <laughs> We're at the end. We sure I can't did. believe it. My goodness, <laughs> time flies when it you're having by. fun. <laughs> it really did fly by. Oh my gosh, too fast. Um, which 
we better buckle in too because you know it's going to be crazy um, and exciting over the next couple of weeks for us and uh, the time will be flying by for sure definitely and for the listeners we hope um, we want you to tune in again yeah. next week uh, Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another fun-filled show. And who knows, there might be another interview in there. I never know. You never know. But in the meantime, um, just as a, a tidbit, we and, and we're going to give out all of our social stuff in just a moment, but uh, one thing I wanted to say, we try to live-tweet a lot of the Hallmark movies, um, and especially over the holiday season, we'll be doing that. So hit us up on um, Twitter, and uh, we're you can either find us, um, or I'm sorry, you can find us at uh, Christmas Movies, and Christmas is uh, X-M-A-S Movies, M-U-V-I-E-S. Um, check us out and um, let us know that you've listened to the podcast and, you know, what you think and so forth. We'd love to hear from you. So uh, so without further ado, I guess we can say that is a wrap, right? <laughs> That's it. We want to thank you all for listening. And I want to thank Dawn for bringing me back, even with my humbuggus. (laughs) Yeah, well, I am so thrilled, honored even, that you came back. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I didn't even have to twist your arm this year, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, We're moving in the right direction, folks. Don't give up on her yet. Uh, We're getting there. But, um, But Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We look forward to seeing you right back here again next Sunday night, same time, same place, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. And, Pam, thank you as well. You're a great friend and a a great co-host to hang out with me to talk all things Christmas. I really appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you back here again. (laughs) Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X M A S M U V I E S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M U V I E S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.